Welcome to the Weekly Investment Outlook podcast from Deutsche Bank's Private Bank, looking at the most important issues for investors in the week ahead. Hello, everyone. It's Friday again, and this means time for our CIO Weekly Investment Outlook podcast, where we discuss what moves markets and the week up front. With me today is our Chief Investment Strategist and CIO for EMEA, Dirk Steffen. Dirk, great to have you. Welcome to today's edition. Thank you for inviting me to the call. Great to have you. Shall we get started? Yes, I mean, a lot to cover, I guess. So let's <laughs> let's get started. Indeed, perfect. So today we have uh, the 1st of December as we are recording on a Friday. And I would love to, uh, to start today's uh, edition with reflecting briefly on November. What were, from your perspective, the key takeaways look at, when looking at markets? Um, certainly, um, I think it's, it's fair to say it's been a good one uh, for bonds. And we saw some inflation news coming down. So what were your key takeaways? I mean, this has been a monster month. If if you uh, don't uh, you know don't mind labeling it like that, so it's this doesn't happen that often. So you have to go back um, many years to find a similar performance. Uh, so for a global balance portfolio, for instance, you have to go back to twenty twenty when we got the vaccine news. So that was obviously a big move on the markets. And if you go um, for bond performances similar like this one, you, you sometimes have to go back to the 80s on or, you know, yeah. um, so it's it has been major and probably the SARS um, had been aligning for that. So it's, it's really, as you said, inflation coming down, um, uh, firm belief in the market that the Fed is done and other major central banks as well. And uh, so, you know, what could possibly go wrong? So what happens is uh, equities rise and uh, the bond performance even more impressive. That's great. And finally, I think uh, it's fair to say a bit bit more on the positive side than we've uh, than the rest of the year so far. Dirk, let's turn to this week's news. Uh, yesterday, we saw a European CPI data being released. Can you provide us more background and what effect uh, could the number have um, for the next EC? be a meeting and can we expect rate cuts sooner than what we thought yeah we will see about that right so um the ecb and other central banks are still in data dependency mode so that means they will have a look at every month of data and they will decide on the next um, step and uh, we we think that the markets probably got ahead of themselves a little bit. So um, that's that's good because we had been positioned for that. Remember, we recommended to to buy the dip in the summer. So um, we're enjoying this rally. But um, if you look at market pricing right now, uh, it's not not only four cuts for the Fed next year, but already four point four and a half cuts in a similar picture for the ECB. And we think that might be already a bit too much. So um, we have a couple of reasons for that. Of course, uh, one is fiscal. So the huge fiscal um, policy um, push we, we saw over the last couple of years is probably to be felt for quite some time. Um, we have second round effects, um, just to mention Europe as you asked about the ECB. Uh, we have we are at full employment and um, we also have a lack, a huge lack of skilled labor. So. I think um, it's a bit early to, you know, to, to say that everything is great. So we do expect, though, um, most central banks to, to be in the position to cut rates 
uh, at some point, um, probably mid next year, but probably the market is pricing in already too, too many cuts. Okay, let's uh, let's see what the narrative will be in December. Turning to China briefly, uh, we've seen manufacturing activity in November contracted unexpectedly for a second consecutive month with PMI at 49.5. Um, what do you expect for the next quarters for China? Yeah, you know, the, the sentiment is clearly, um, you know, bad, not supportive. Uh, if you look at the market, everything ha has been rallying except uh, Chinese equities, if you want. So um, there's room for improvement, to put it mildly. Uh, we, still think, we still think that the darkest hour is just before dawn. So um, oftentimes it's exactly that situation that is most interesting for investors. So variation is attractive. Earnings growth should be very good over the next uh, few quarters and years. So we only need a trigger really to unlock the value in these markets. And uh, if you uh, look at other indicators for business confidence, we even got a positive surprise. So it's still the, the data landscape is very mixed and um, intransparent, I would say. And that's explaining why investors are um, still hesitant to, to, to really go along China. So we have that um, in the background somehow, um, but we would like to, to um, move attention towards Asia in general, because Actually, Japan is doing very well. It's, you know, the, the main industrial, um, industrialized country market, de developed market uh, in Asia, um, catering to Asian growth. We have um, Korea, actually. So their earnings growth ex is expected to reach, can you believe it, 50, so 50, 50% next hmm. year. Uh, so, um, and India is also doing quite well. So uh, we think that Asia is much more than just, uh, you know, the MSCI China. So probably hard to ignore. Fair enough, fair enough. Let's switch gears, Dirk, looking uh, into next week. Uh, what events uh, may impact markets and what kind of input would you like investors to start uh, next week with? I mean, it's. Um, I was actually starting to prepare my Christmas shopping, but then I found out that we we actually still have a very busy week ahead of us. So it's probably the main event will be Payroll Friday in the US. So everybody is now watching this because it's been 18 months now, 19 almost, uh, since uh, the first rate hike. So it's. Uh, it, this is probably the the most tricky time now. Um, because we have a significant time lag uh, when it comes to mon monetary policy. So uh, we had some slowing already over the last few months. So um, this will be uh, on our watch list, um, probably number one. Uh, then we have also consumers, consumer confidence. This is still uh, the one data point which is... Um, very robust in the US, you know, um, because you don't see really a lot of weakness. Also, we had just the, you know, the Black Friday sales numbers came in yes. at the record. So everything looks great, but uh, we know, and, you know, so, sorry for that, we are economists, right? A bit nerdy. So we know that this always comes with, with a huge lag. So there, there's room for some slowing. So um, um, the labor market is probably paramount. Uh, so all in all, I think a busy week. The first central banks, smaller ones, um, start having their meetings. And then it really comes 
it, this is still 10 days off, off then um, to the comes down to the Fed meeting just uh, before Christmas and uh, then the day after the ECB. And uh, these guys will then tell us about their view and let's see if it's really then aligned with the market pricing. So we we do think that um, we are in for, um, you know, for a nice ending of the year. But of course, um, uh, some some problems uh, still lie ahead of us and the central banks are probably an important factor. Volatility is to be expected, but overall, I, I guess we are quite constructive on the markets. Okay, Dick, that's uh, that's a nice note to end up on. Thanks so much for your time today. Dear listeners, this was this week's edition of our weekly investment outlook podcast. Have a great week. In Europe, Middle East and Africa, as well as in Asia Pacific, this podcast may be considered marketing material, but this is not the case in the US. No assurance can be given that any forecast or target can be achieved. Forecasts are based on assumptions, estimates, opinions and hypothetical models which may prove to be incorrect. Past performance is not indicative of future returns. Performance refers to a nominal value based on price gains and losses and does not take into account inflation. Inflation will have a negative impact on the purchasing power of this nominal monetary value. Depending on the current level of inflation, this may lead to a real loss in value, even if the nominal performance of the investment is positive. Investments come with risk. The value of an investment can fall as well as rise, and you might not get back the amount originally invested at any point in time. Your capital may be at risk. The services described in this podcast are provided by Deutsche Bank AG or by its subsidiaries and or affiliates in accordance with appropriate local legislation and regulation. Deutsche Bank AG is subject to comprehensive supervision by the European Central Bank, by Germany's Federal Financial Supervisory Authority and by Germany's Central Bank. Brokerage services in the United States are offered through Deutsche Bank Securities Incorporated a broker-dealer and registered investment advisor which conducts investment banking and securities activities in the United States. Deutsche Bank Securities Incorporated is a member of FINRA, NYSE and SIPC. Lending and banking services in the United States are offered through Deutsche Bank Trust Company Americas, member FDIC and other members of the Deutsche Bank Group. The products, services, information and or materials referred to within this podcast may not be available for residents of certain jurisdictions. Copyright 2023, Deutsche Bank AG and or its subsidiaries. All rights reserved. This podcast may not be used, reproduced, copied or modified without the written consent of Deutsche Bank AG.